Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. What up, Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Dude, that is the crispest video I've ever seen of you. I can see every centimeter of that beautiful, bland face. Wow, thank you very much. I appreciate that. (laughs) That's what a new computer will do. Right when you turned on, right when you turned on for the first time, I'm always incognito at first. Oh, by the way, I should turn on my camera here. See what we got behind me? Yeah, a little Deuce McBride action Deuce McBride with you. that awesome hair. I'd fucking kill for that hair. <laughs> <laughs> but when you first came on, before we started recording, Barry was like, oh, is that the new computer? Because you could, like, your, your cameras, that's like 4K. Is that 4K? I think so, yes. Yeah. It's like you're in a studio. Unbelievable. And then Jay was like, I can't hear you. And then Barry starts to fix his computer, and I had to come up and be like, no, I can hear Barry. <laughs> And Jay's just like, it's not me. It must be you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fucking you, Jay, with that new fancy computer. You look good, though. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's the most sweet. important thing for a podcast. Podcast is looking no good. Video yeah. For. Yeah. Looking good, yeah. You might not say much, but you're going to look great, Blandy. Hopefully your drops are working this week because they weren't working last week. They're, for some uh, no, I think they're, yeah. Oh, boy. Here we go. The brand new computer still sucks because Blandy just froze. He froze. He looks great, but he's frozen. Holy shit. This is not, we're not even joking, Barry, are we? No. He doesn't know right now. (laughs) Oh my God. It's the, it's worse than it ever was. You two were just frozen. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. It's us. It's our problem. Yeah. You two were frozen. (laughs) Because your computer's fucked up. No. Now Jay's back, and we're... We, but Jay, the two of us saw you frozen at the same time. Oh, and I saw and the two of you frozen at the same time. weird shit. I saw you And Craig frozen. and I saw each other perfectly. <laughs> Does it not make sense to you, Jay, that maybe you're the one having the problem it's here? not me. Wow. It's time to return that computer. Holy denial. Wow, couldn't even get through two minutes of the show, and you're having problems. It's, and it's in not me, denial. it's you. Jason's unwilling to accept the fact that he spent so much money on a computer and that it's glitching. <laughs> it's That's you. The problem. It's not me. That it didn't do anything. That maybe it's not his computer that was the problem before, but maybe like where he's in the Wi-Fi. House. Jay, I think you spent. I spent. You think you spent all that money for nothing? It's going to be the same issues. I don't agree. I definitely with you. He's frozen again. Is he fucking with us? He's fucking with us, right? No, he's not. He's frozen. <laughs> no, he's joking. He's like, he's holding in a laugh He's right not now. blinking, dude. <laughs> he's frozen. <laughs> oh my God. Can he hear us when he thinks we're frozen? I don't know. He's still got that same fucking look on his face. Okay. So now Bland, he is frozen <laughs> twice in the first like four minutes of this show. Well, when you Blandy, say could I'm you, frozen, you just Now Blandy's back. You're but could frozen. you hear us talking the whole yeah, time? Yeah, the whole time. So we just go through but, it when it happens. Don't worry, I heard you. But you know, we couldn't. if you were responding, we couldn't hear anything. Well, I heard you. Were you talking back? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't hear <laughs> No, I wasn't talking back. I'm just kidding. I was not talking back. Okay. So I could still hear you if it happened. So we just keep going. Oh, by the way, we're talking Vegas Summer League today, guys. Cool. All right, I just want to get that out there. <laughs> what else would we fucking talk about? You're not excited about that, Blandy? No, I'm t- I, I'm okay. super excited. Can't wait to get into it. <laughs> Can't wait. Wherever you, oh, wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or positive review. Guys, we asked for reviews last week after that awful Rexmoz review. Rexmoz tries, tried to infiltrate our podcast and ruin it with a one-star rating. Dropped us down to 4.5 out of 5, but our fans have spoken. They've come back strong. 
Four new reviews this week, and now we're at 4.7 out of five. That's better. Have you guys read some of these reviews? Yes. I'll read my favorite one from Austin Dickey 10. Just found the show today. Don't you love new listeners? Sure. Love them. And three seconds in, when you introduced Barry, that's Barry motherfucking D, I instantly knew I was going to love the show. He loves the energy level, the hilarious jokes. It's 100% going to be his mainstay pod. Only complaint is the cringe-worthy intro music. Well, you had to fucking throw that in there, didn't you, Austin Dickey 10? <laughs> well, he's, I think he's letting just people let... know, just get by the fucking intro music, and then you'll, you'll enjoy the show. You couldn't just be let warned. us enjoy that great review. You had to put a dig in there. I guarantee Austin Dickey's singing that intro music, though. You think? It's annoying, but it's catchy. You don't like it, Blandy? I don't hate it. I just don't like it at all, and it's terrible. Oh, really? Did you know that? He doesn't like it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I just wanted, I wanted to play a drop to make sure it worked, so hopefully that worked. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess listen, I'll find out after the show, like is I did it, last Is it, you know, he's talking about, like, the singing part, correct? Yeah. I mean, that's what we're assuming? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Listen, you either love it or you hate it. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. the general vibe that happens mm. with that. I mean, I could do without it. It's just me. <laughs> that's just you. You need more energy in the intro music? Yeah, I think that's part of the reason why I am as unenergetic as I usually am. I think I just, that's, that starts. All right, I'm going to pretend like I heard what you said there. All right? <laughs> sure. Because you broke up. <laughs> and please. Subscribe to the one podcast that apparently has listeners who aren't allowed within 200 yards of schools, but they love our show. We had a review like that. I don't think I saw that one. You didn't see that one? No. You did. Craig sent it to us. That comes from Matthias from Oyster Bay. Subject, interesting show, which I don't find as that much of a compliment. Interesting (laughs) show. He says, gave us five stars. I'm not allowed to be within 200 yards of a school, but I do feel this show is for me. Well, <laughs> I guess I should redo that. This is the one podcast that is for people who are not allowed within 200 yards of a school. No, I don't think you want to say that's, that. That's don't, no. kind of... Do not say that. It's for them. No, it's new. No, no. Come, come to us. No, it's okay. We will not... accept you. Barry, back me up on this one. That is, That should not be the, the hook there. No. Okay, how about they, they are allowed within 200 yards of this show? We'll let them in. No. What are the reasons you can't be within 200 yards of a school? Because you're a sexual predator, that's why. Is that it? Is that the only thing? I, I think that's. I think you have some kind of sexual assault on your criminal record. What if you're a convicted kind? drug dealer? Yeah, maybe that's what mm. it is. It's got to be something like that. Let's hope it's something like that. I don't. I don't know. I think it has, or, why would a drug, de- no, I, I think it's a sex thing. Because I don't thing. want them peddling drugs to students. I think, I think it's a sex thing. It's just, it's just what I think. Well, if so. you're into sports betting, bet online is where you should go to, how do you, how do you segue from that to anything? <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, bet online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Three summer league games in, guys. Knicks at two and one, but that really doesn't matter. What matters is how these rookies are looking, how the second year players are looking. Tell me if I'm alone in this, but every time I turn on Nick's Summer League, I think the Pistons are playing for a minute until I can locate McBride's hair or Jericho Sims's hair. And then I realize it's the Knicks. Am I, am I the, the only blue? one like that? Because of those fucking jerseys. They're cool. But doesn't it look like the Pistons jerseys? Am I nuts? I mean, I haven't gotten that. You're, then oh, you you're, you're in that? big trouble uh, Friday night when they actually play the Pistons. No Kevin Knox. We thought he was going to be playing. I was looking forward to seeing him just get some minutes. Doesn't it seem like it would be kind of a waste, though, anyway? Is he really going anywhere on this team, regardless of what would happen in Summer League? There's enough talented guys on this roster where I don't think there's a spot for Knox. He's like the 12th man, 13th man on the roster. Yeah, so I'm glad that Grimes is going to be getting more of these minutes and Toppin's getting more of these minutes in Summer summer League. league. You wouldn't rather him getting some minutes than fucking Wayne Selden? Well, okay, you have a point there. I mean, I'd take Knox over Wayne Selden. (laughs) Okay. I would like seeing him one last time 
before we trade him away or release him or whatever they're going to do. This could have been Would his farewell like to- tour in Vegas. I wanted to get one more chance to see the kid. And he couldn't fucking stay out of COVID protocol. I got to put some of that blame on Kevin Knox. I know people felt bad for him that, that he was putting COVID protocol and couldn't go to Vegas. But this, you wanted to go to Vegas. So you want to lock yourself up. You know what's going on in the world. Don't this- do anything to put yourself at risk. I put that blame on him, dude. He wanted to go badly. It's his chance to showcase. And he goes into COVID protocol. Come on. Can't just feel bad for the kid. What the fuck? You can't. You, you can't help that. But do, do you think? Yes, you, you think can. Do you think this is unwarranted of us basically writing him off of this team already? It's yes. not, right? No, wait, it's not no. unwarranted. No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. right. He's, no, he's because not we're not going to. Right. He's not going to get minutes. We're never going to see him like we could have seen him in summer league. We don't see practices. All right. Unless unless somebody gets hurt or multiple people get hurt, he's not getting right, minutes. Right. I think he's got to break through two guys. Yeah. You know, they're going to have to get hurt for him to see some time. Well, let's talk about the guys that we are seeing. All right. Yes. Obi Toppin and Emmanuel Quickly have definitely the vets. been shining quite a bit. huh? The veterans. Obi Toppin. It's summer league, so we're not going to get too excited. All right. But there are some things that you notice different about him. Right. His his shot looks better. It's not so it's not so freaking high. Like it's hitting the, the moon every time. It's a quick release. It looks good. How often last season did we see him, you know, running up and down the baseline, looking kind of lost, not where to go, like, you know, kind of doing nothing, uncertain and unsure of himself. And yet we're seeing a confident Obi, a comfortable Obi, a guy who looks like he's been on a fucking basketball court before. Yeah, especially the way him and Quickly interact on the court passing between each other and constantly moving and Obi's making quick decisions. He's getting the ball for three and immediately firing away. Yeah, it's really cool because like, you know, these summer league teams that are kind of thrown together, a lot of times there's no fluidity to the team. There's no offensive schemes and they're actually running plays. They're moving the ball well. It's, you know, it's nice to watch and it goes, you know, points to the to the astute coaching staff, you know, that that this team has. And then Emmanuel quickly... After his first game, fucking everyone was criticizing him, saying he could never be a point guard, basically. <laughs> right? And I didn't think he was that bad in the first game, but he's had a great overall three games. He's fifth in summer league in scoring, 24 points a game, averaging 7.7 assists. And that game against the Lakers, he just totally took over down the stretch. And watching him play with McBride in the backcourt at the end of that Lakers game was so much fun because we're not used to like high scoring guards like that. No. Right, Barry? What'd you, what have you thought of Emmanuel quickly? He's, he's obviously at a totally different level than these players he's playing with. Yeah. I mean, again, he's being asked to do something here with this team that he was really never asked to do uh, last year. You know, and that's facilitate the offense, get things moving, get get everybody in position. You see him calling out. You see him telling Rokas to get himself in the corner. You know, you see him leading guys. You see him passing the ball more willingly. Um, You know, his shot, as much as it's fun to watch him heave these long shots, they still make me nervous. It doesn't look like a clean looking shot. You know, you hope that consistency is going to come through, but... You also hope that he's not going to just rely on that, that he's got to develop the other parts of his game. And that's really what the Summer League is about, developing and rounding out your game. And I'm glad he's getting a shot to run the point, you know, 35 minutes out of these 40-minute games. Um, and, and again, to, to, to just rack up these assists, um, you know, and, and show a different type of side of himself. Yeah, and he's, I, I feel like he's relying less on his shot and his floater in Summer League, but he's... Getting by his man, he's going hard to the basket, shots off the glass. Uh, He is doing more setting up his teammates and running the point. He's a leader out there. Just seems like an elevated player since last year, which I feel like 90% of his shots were just floaters. Yeah, and he's still getting his points. He's still getting his points. He's purposely pulled back on the floaters, right? I think I read somewhere that they were trying to get him to do more like pull-up jumper kind of things. Because, you know, as great as that floater is, I was reading a stat that said like, he really didn't make too many of those last year. Like his no, shooting like percentage the, on them was 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 actually pretty poor when it came to that. Which yeah, well, was, he came out of the gate on fire with those. Yeah. Like, but it may have yeah. been like three games, and we're like, oh, it's you know, he's got he's got the floater. That's his game. And then yeah, kind of you know, it wasn't sustainable. 
Yeah, everyone was like acting like he had the greatest floater that we've ever seen. And yeah, then he went ice cold with it for a right. while. Right. He was doing it from 16 feet out, you know, on occasion. <laughs> so he's he's fifth in summer league in scoring. And then Obi Toppin is like 11th or 12th, which is great for our two second year guys. Obi, who a lot of people thought was a disappointment last year. And quickly, who let's not forget, it was drafted late in the first round. And he's shining with a lot of top first round picks between last year and this year. And we got the new guys. McBride, Sims, Grimes, Yokobitis, Luca Vildoza, Barry. Craig. Who's your favorite of the whole group of new guys that you've seen so far? Come on. I have a feeling it's not who you thought it would be. <laughs> no, come on. Can it not be McBride? Is McBride not anybody's favorite out of these guys? Come on. It's it's undeniable. Uh, the tenacity that he shows on defense, getting after it. Are we it. sure he was not the first round pick? Well, that's it. well the whole thing was the, the, the mocks. All the mocks had him in the first round. And they had Grimes in the second round. So does it really matter? They're both on our team. Doesn't really matter where they came in. They're on equal playing ground now. And McRide is taking advantage. He's showing why he believes he is a first round pick, um, even though he wasn't chosen there. And like I said, his energy is is awesome. You know, he, he's up in guys. He's running around guys. He's trying to get, you know get the ball wherever he, however, in whatever way he can. And yeah. then the shooting performance he put on in that last Oof. game, you know, six for six from deep was masterful. Yeah, his defensive energy is great. He's got some leadership, even though he's a young kid and a rookie. Yeah, six for six from three against the Lakers. And a lot of shots in the clutch between him and Quickly. It was great watching them, the two of them, in the backcourt. I mean, the other standout guy for me is, and most Knicks fans, it's, it's obvious, is Jericho Sims, who's been a lot of fun to watch, right? His rebounding, his athleticism. He seems like his, he's got more of an offensive game than Mitchell Robinson. He's very Even. efficient, that's for sure. He's not just dunking the ball, all right? He's doing other things. He he can move with the ball. Is he better than Mitchell Robinson right now? I'm going to say no. But you had to think about it for a minute? I, uh, hey, I want to be fair. <laughs> right? but, he, listen, Mitch, Mitchell's defense is obviously amazing. Yes. But Jericho's athleticism, and he, they, I have a feeling they can turn him into what Mitch is defensively, and then he at least, like, without... Any NBA games looks far more advanced than Mitchell Robinson on offense. Mitchell Robinson has the potential, he still does, to be an elite defensive center in this league. I mean, we've seen it. He's always in the top three of blocks per game. I don't know if Jericho Sims can be there. He gets up there and he blocks shots, but I mean, he's not a Mitchell Robinson's level there. Um, Yes, is he stronger? Absolutely. Does he have more moves around the rim? Yes. More complete game for sure. And he's an exciting player to watch. And and he's just as much of a lob threat as Mitch because of how high he gets in the air and he can get himself into position and he's athletic. But I'm not going to put him above Mitch. I mean, you got to show me something more than than, than than three summer league games. Yeah, it's a in couple Vegas of games in summer league. Against a bunch of nobodies that aren't even going to be in the league. The other thing that gets me excited with Jericho, and maybe this, maybe it's maybe this is silly but like would you say Mitchell Robinson's athletic he's like awkwardly athletic yeah yeah he's a little <laughs> yeah. gangly put it. He's, he's a, he's... and Jericho is like a fucking beast out there Mitch kind of looks like he's still growing into his body like he doesn't know how to use it just quite yet you yeah know? like he runs with his feet out to the sides you know pointed out and he always looks like he's gonna get injured we know he gets injured a lot Right, it looks like his arms are deflated and there's water that's filled in his fists because they're kind of just like <laughs> swinging back and forth when he's running. <laughs> so I, I know that I know that Jericho has a long way to go, but he's showed they it seems like they drafted him because he does have a similar game to Mitch. So there's a lot of potential there. Let's talk about Quentin Grimes, our first round pick. Who to me feels a little invisible out there so far through three summer league games. Barry, you're very high on Quentin Grimes. How are you feeling about how he's performed? Look, I just waxed poetic about McBride, um, but we still have to remember this is summer league. I'm not going to get too high or too low or make bold predictions of where these guys are going to be based on these three games that we've seen. You know, he hasn't had a standout game. Does that mean that I'm out on him and he's not what I thought he would be? No. Um, you know, he's taken a bunch of threes. He's hit some of them. I think it's probably numbers are probably somewhere around 25%. I imagine, um, you know, off the top of my head through these first three games, you know, he's looking for the role that he's going to have to fill. And again, you've got these dominant 
uh, usage guys in McBride and quickly and in Toppin where, you know, he's more of a three and D guy. He's not going to get that type of action, you know, so basically the jury's out, you know, we got to wait and see what we've gotten him. He's at 31.8% from three through okay. three summer league games, averaging 7.7 points. He, I know he pulled down nine boards, um, you know, yeah, so he's seven, active. Eight points a game, six rebounds, three assists. You know what's interesting about the summer league stats? Now, Thibodeau isn't coaching, right? It's not coaching. Right. But do you know who the top two minutes per game players are in the entire summer league? Quickly is, and McBride? Is it top and Obi? No, top it and quickly, I would imagine. Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly, yeah. Yeah. Obi Toppin is getting 36.1 minutes a summer league Look. game. There's fucking 40 minutes in the summer league game. He's playing everything but four minutes. All it's right. obvious. Emmanuel quickly is getting 35 minutes a summer league game. Look, they're and getting you know fourth? minutes. Do you know who's fourth? Who? The guy we were just talking about, Quentin Grimes. Wow. Quentin that Grimes is playing crazy. 34 minutes a game in summer league. He's averaging 7.7 points. It's not very good. <laughs> They take hey look they they're trying to make the most of the limited time they have out there in Vegas right and it's it's obvious too you know because we're seeing we're seeing Obi and quickly you know really dominate out there it's not just because they're you know probably two of the better players on the court you know with not just with their talent levels but of course because they spent a year in the league it's obvious the coaching staff told them to take their shots because this is their time to elevate their games, to take advantage of these extended minutes that they didn't always see, especially Obi, um, you know, last year. And, you know, to embrace themselves as, uh, to embrace their roles, rather, as leaders of this team. You know, this is really going to round them out, I think. It's going to help to elevate their games. We're going to see, you know, how much more time is Obi going to see on the court, you know, this season, still behind a Julius Randle. That's yet to be seen. But, you know, I'm sure they want to see everything that Obi has to offer and see is there a different role for him on this team. I mean, how how many of these guys are really just there as filler, you know? Oh, so of course they're going to be playing a lot absolutely. of minutes because th- those are the ones that you actually have an investment in. That you, I understand you, that, but you would think, like to Craig's point, you would think that that most of the teams out here in some league are in that same situation. It's just funny. It's ironic because that's Thibodeau's trademark, right? The fact <laughs> Obi and IQ. Who's the, the coach? Hashimoto. It's a little. It's a little. It's a yeah. It's a little questionable, I think, because Obi and quickly are making. They're on the Knicks roster. All right. It's great for them to get the minutes and get this training in, but they're gonna be. They're gonna make the roster. A big part of summer league is for Thibodeau and the staff to see McBride and Grimes and Yokobitis and then some guys that we might not even know about who they're trying out and probably. These next few games, you're going to see quickly and Toppin and Grimes, these minutes decrease. Let me ask you something. How much do they have to see in Yokobitis? What's Yokobitis going to show them to land himself? Is there a spot for him on this roster, Craig? I don't know, but during the late, I thought it, you know, it it didn't look half bad against the Lakers, to be honest. Well, he hit two three pointers and he had a steal. A couple three pointers, had a steal. He's sitting next to McBride the whole time. Team seems to like him. He's showing more than Luca Vildoza. Well, Luca Vildoza's hurt. Yeah, he was hurt the last game, but he showed in the, this last game he showed more than Luca has the other two games or the other one. How many games did Luca play? He, play, he played a game and then he played four minutes of the uh, the second game. Uh, he didn't show me anything. Luca's not making the team. I'll tell you that right now. There's no spot for him with well, where where Kemba. are the there's where no are the spot spots? with Kemba, Rose, McBride, and quickly on that team. You don't like you didn't like Jokabitis? Jokabitis? No, he still has not done anything for me. <laughs> Did you see? He knocked down Thib- a wide open three pointer. <laughs> That's what I've seen. He should do that. Did you see Thibodeau after the Lakers game talking to quickly on yes. the court? Yeah, I also saw. You know, look, I, I love the Knicks. You know, I love the Knicks, and you know, I love Thibodeau. I love quickly. I, I love everybody. Okay, but I also saw people like praising this relationship. Between Thibodeau and quickly, the fact that Thibodeau's there and he's 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 so focused and and you know talking to quickly and he and he's taking some such an interest in his game and in the game he just played in, every coach oh, is there in summer league. It's not just Thibodeau that went there to be. Every coach is there. 
Every coach was there, but it was, I thought it was cool that right after the game, Thibodeau was on the court talking to quickly. Look, it's pretty intense looking about the game for like a while, yeah. immediately after. He didn't go up to Grimes or McBride or, he's just going up to quickly. A guy who he's already got, uh, I assume, a good relationship with it knows Understand. him well. Understand, look, it's a part of player it, development, isn't it? And he's clearly in his developmental stages. I mean, they're looking to possibly, you know, I'm not going to say change his position because we've got point guards now on this team, but they need to be able to see what he can do. And he's he's molding him. He's meant, you know, he's mentoring him. He's coaching him. It's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, watching quickly in summer league so far. I know it's just fucking summer league, but seeing him run the point and just lead on this team, we've seen the wireless on NBA, on NBA TV or ESPN or wherever the fuck it was. Um, seeing him run the point and run the team, it does give me a little more confidence because obviously with Kemba and Derrick Rose at point, you the one negative of that whole situation is health and age. Sure. But knowing we got quickly there and what he's been doing and the way McBride's playing, Absolutely. I do feel really good. Right? It's about like a the safety point guard situation. Yeah, it's a yeah, like, safety I don't even, got. even if Derek Rose or Kemba go down, you got quickly there and he's showing what he can do in summer league so far. And, and it gets you a little excited again about quickly because I think, I don't know about you, but like as the season went on, my excitement about quickly went down a little bit from where it was in the beginning of the year. Seemed to fade off a bit. But I've, I'm now I'm all pumped about quickly again the way he's yeah. playing. And everybody wants to shit on summer league, right? That it's this nothing thing. The the games are meaningless. But think about what it's doing for Emmanuel quickly. You know, putting himself in this position for for whatever the two weeks that it is that he's out here. This is helping his career. It definitely is, and it's helping his mental space, and it's giving him, you know, the keys to the car. You know, for these two weeks of this Knicks team to see what it's like because. You think quickly doesn't want to be in this spot in you know in real life in the real deal when the games count you know years down the road in his career of course he does and this is giving him a glimpse into that and it's totally going to help to shape him into to a better player guys do you want to hear some voicemails about summer league sure before we do really quick did um did you guys hear where the where Deuce's nickname comes from because no. I know we we talked about that Barry. Barry's guess was that he, what was it that you took a lot of shits? Was that your yep. guess? Yes, yes. Of course, he, he that took would be a, a pregame deuce. Yeah, the, a lot of, a lot of shits. Uh, apparently his older brother is, I think it was Walter the third. So Walter McBride the third. So the dad, his father called him Trey. And then Miles was the second child. So because he called the first one Trey, dad called him Deuce. Man, and he said, confusing. basically, outside of basketball, everybody calls him Miles, except for his father. He said his father calls him Deuce. He doesn't remember the last time his dad actually called him by his name. But everybody everybody in the family calls him Miles. Everybody in basketball calls him Deuce. Wow. Good mm. shit. Thought you would appreciate You know, in that. college, in college, I played a game with other guys I went to college with called a shit race. A shit race? Talking about Deuce, it just brought this to mind. That's to a shit solid races. number two, man. You used to have shit races where- <laughs> that, that drop was about R.J. Barrett, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where, oh, all right. Yeah, that was a good one, Jay. I haven't Thanks. heard that before. Yeah, we had shit races where we would get, we would line up in the, t in the, in the stalls oh, of the bathroom, and we would all, we'd all be standing with the doors closed, and we'd do a countdown like we're going to race- you know, on your market set, go. And would drop their pants and shit. And whoever could get three plops first went one. I don't. This was, a, don't. This was at Syracuse University? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that incredible? That's fucking crazy. That's It was ridiculous. my game. I created it, which <laughs> is a <disgusting>. Surprise. <laughs> Wackiest game I ever heard. We Dude, you'd have like six guys going. It's like, disgusting. Oh, ready, set, go. You'd hear pants drop. The you'd fucking stench you'd hear like, plop, in that plop. bathroom. Did you all just wait until you had to go? Like, did you try to sync up? Is this like I, when a bunch of women live together after a while, their periods sync up? I you guys got honest. your craps to yeah, sync up? That's, that's I don't a, really understand how we all had to go at the same time. Yeah, because so that's often. an unfair advantage of the person that's been holding it the longest, because he's probably ready to explode. He'll get in and out. Well, the key is you can't get it all out in one plot. Right, but that's only one plot, Barry. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a fucking uh, strategy to this shit. Three plops wins. Yeah, you have got to. It can't be one huge one and you're done. So you, you need cut them off or something. You need uh, you need to have a high PPS, which is plops per shit. 
<laughs> or you just cut them off. I mean, you could have one big shit that you're able to. All right. Plot, we, pause, plot, pause. I, this is fascinating, so but you, before we lose all our listeners, can we get to the did fucking Did you have the highest <laughs> number of plops per shit, uh, Craig? I'll say this. I was very good at the game. All right. Take that for data. Damn. So one podcast that talks about shit races. You never heard that in your life before. Definitely not. Everyone's going to be doing these at home now. <sighs> all right, Blandy, let's hear some voicemails. All right. Okay. Here we go. First one's up. Jericho Sims is what I want to talk about. Whew. He said something else, I think. Also, Crickly sure had a good second game, and so did uh, Obi Toppin. So, and I think I like uh, see that new point guard we got. All right, we'll talk to y'all later. Guess the name of the him. Jericho Sims getting him excited. Ralph called a lot of times this week. Let's put Did it he? Are a lot of these from him? Well, why don't you just play <laughs> I didn't even give you all of them. Ralph actually called a few times without saying anything for a while. <laughs> I didn't include those. <laughs> uh, all right, next one. Yeah, the point guard I met is Miles McBride. He's pretty good. Uh, good defensively for sure. And I like his uh, NBA body. Looks like mm. uh, he'll be able to defend and, you know, uh, do things that smaller guards can't do. Talk to you later. He likes his body. Now, now, I say this a lot, too. Everybody says they like someone's NBA body. What does that mean? They're just know, they're he, not like I mean, Kevin look, Durant thin. Is that what that means? I don't know it's what it means because he is a when small. You come, like, it's, it's how hard you come. He's not what this massive guard. He's only 6'2". That drop was not appropriate for mean? that You're talking moment, about his body. Like... How much you like his body. <laughs> he's only 6'2". He's not this big guy. But yes, he is dominant. He's got that 6'9 wingspan everyone keeps talking about, which crazy. is crazy. That is crazy. So I keep like looking at his arms. Like, Are they really that long? What, what did Barry just do? You all right? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just... You just yeah, we just pointed down towards your crotch. No, I wanted to see. I had something behind the the laptop. I wanted no. to see something. Oh, Barry's getting soft on us. Oh, what? Oh, hmm. that's a new. What one. do you only have like sex related drops? <laughs> well, I mean, you just talked about his crotch. I understand? Why do I need to explain these? <sighs> Next voicemail. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Craig and gang, I want to <laughs> talk about McBride. He is. Good, damn good. This must be after game three. Enough said. Ralph, you just called about McBride three times. (laughs) He is good enough. He likes him. Likes him a lot. All right, last one. Oh, this is a long one. Well, longer than what we've been listening to here. What's up, guys? It's your boy DJ from Germany here. I'm sitting here enjoying my morning coffee after the Knicks-Lakers game. Tip-off was at 4 a.m. here in Germany, so I'm a little bit tired. But that's okay. That's my normal regular season feeling. (laughs) And um, yes, I watched all three games. Really hyped up to see Knicks basketball again. Love to see Obi and, and Quick seems to be taking a big leap. Boy, oh boy, Dois McPride. Wow. What a nice pick. What a nice pick, man. Hold on. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Explosive. Stop it. Um, Did he say Dois McBride? He said Dois. Dois. This is why I love when DJ calls him because you get to hear Dois. all the variations on things. Dois. Because of the German accent. I'm pretty Dois. sure Deuce is Dois in any language. Deuce? A deuce. Doyce. Doyce McBride. Doyce. Doyce McBride. So does that mean he calls it Apple Joyce? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> what, he wants something to drink that's a little healthy? <laughs> Some Apple Joyce? Yeah, it's your boy DJ calling it. I just had a big glass of Apple Joyce after watching that mix game. <laughs> wow. It's a pretty good. So, so great. It's a pretty good impression. That's a good, wow, what a great feeling. DJ, call in and tell us about your top Top five favorite juices. Uh, <laughs> Jay, uh, Jay, you know that that rice that some people make that's like really short 
like really tiny rices that's all together almost look like really little tiny tiny rice i think it's called what is it called kois kois i can't even say what it is called couscous couscous yeah i'm trying to think of like all the different words then you know dois dois dice dois like what Deuce. would happen if like he got hit in the face of the basketball and one of his teeth got loose loose <laughs> oh man what would he call a moose? A moist. That's right. A moist? Moist. Yeah, a moist. And man, when he's teaching his kid about cat in the hat. Dr. Soyce? Dr. Soyce. Theodore oh, yeah, Geisel. Dr. Soyce. <laughs> Universally loved by children all around the world. Dr. Listen, Soyce. Listen, DJ, if 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 Deuce McBride is going to be on this team all year, we got to say his name, right? <laughs> got him. All right, continue. We'll just Jack. go with Miles. All right. right. Um, can I get back to it? Let's see. Where was that? All right. Somewhere around here. Boy, oh boy. Dois McPride. Wow. What a nice pick. What a nice pick, man. Explosive on both sides on the floor. Taking a big dog defense and shooting those threes tonight. Wow. That was really, um, really, really nice to see. Also really nice to see Kemba Walker coming in, coming home, Bronx guy, Evan Fournier, big shooter. This will help us this season. And also great to see bringing back our guys, Noel, D. Rose, Alec Burks, and my guy, fourth green native, Tosh Gibson. Great, great signings. Keeping the guys together, that's really good. Guys, I hope you are all well. See you soon. Peace out, DJ. Peace out. This feels so good. This feels so good, man. Wow. I was waiting for him at the end to say, and guys, are you not reading my fucking DMs? (laughs) You owe me $10 to be part of the German fan club. You're getting those too, huh? Is it $10 or is it 10 euros? Oh, oh, that's 10 euros. Question. We got a problem. It's that 10 euros. <laughs> is it 10 euros? I'm pretty sure, yeah. What What is that in dollars? Uh, What's the uh, the exchange Dollars right to euros? I don't know. Euros to dollars? It's $11.74. Mm. Oh. As of right now. I mean, that could change Ooh. a minute from now, but- Yeah, I did not know we were talking about euros. <laughs> Me either. That. I was cool with $10, but if it's going to be- You're telling me it's $11 and $11.74? cents. <laughs> Again, that's today. Tomorrow could be even more. I don't know. So it's like, what do you do? Do you pay now, hoping that the rate yeah, stays where DJ, it is? I think I might wait because uh, I think there might be a turn in the euro, <laughs> and I think I'm going to wait till it gets down to at least ten forty. Are you sure we have to pay in euros? Because if I'm, if if you just send ten dollars over to him on that, PayPal, it doesn't work like that. Then he's going to be like short because then no, he's only going to have converted like into euros. Yeah, euros. and he's going to get gonna like be eight dollars even more. What is he going to say? Like, you owe me a dollar? I'm coming. No, on. it says it's 10 euros. Hmm. 10 euros. You said that? 10 euros? It says, yes, 10 euros. Well, hmm. I don't even know how to send euros. <laughs> I don't think you do. I think you have to. You... I'm not doing the math. Because <laughs> if you just send that $10, out. that's going to be less. If you send him $10, what you're going to get. Is, yeah, we um, understand. We understand, Jay. I have ten dollars to get it. Like the other dollar seventy four, I'm gonna have to like go and scrounge around for some Lois no. change. <laughs> okay. Sending him ten dollars gives him eight fifty two euros. All right, y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper, presented by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing the crumb cake game. Blandy, tell us about. Let's get the sexy music going and tell us about the... Should we, Barry? You kind of are sick of this. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Let's talk about the crumb cake of the month because we got some new listeners, at least one. That's right. Might not know the story, but we've been sponsored by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company for a long time. They are based on Long Island, huge Knicks fans, and they got the sexiest motherfucking crumb cakes you'll ever put in your mouth. Goddamn straight they do. Remember, the uh, crumb cake of the month for August is the Coco's Cookie Dough Crumb Cake. Coco, when I hear it, just makes me think of like a stripper. Me too. I was thinking the same as that thing. Like this this crumb cake was named after a stripper. Yeah. 
Coco's. Is there uh, is there a story behind Coco? Because that's a stripper name. That's Crumb Cake is a stripper um, Crumb Cake. Not that they have on the website. I guess if we were to get in touch with the Clarkson guys, maybe they could tell us something. You know, but on the website yeah. it doesn't say anything about strippers. Any glitter on that crumb cake? Uh, yes. And when you <laughs> open the box, it pops out and it gets on you, and you can never get it oh. off. So you gotta of make tanning. sure if you eat this crumb cake, spray, if, probably. if you eat this crumb cake, you can't eat it with your wife around because then she's gonna she'll no, see all that. This glitter. is a crumb cake. After you eat this crumb cake, you will feel dirtier than it, than any other. Clark's it is. Uh, it's a vanilla cake with. Uh, chocolate chips. There's no ganache or anything on this one, so it's not as complicated as some of the other ones. It's basically just the chips in the cake and then the cookie dough crumbs, which are, I mean, they're huge. It's they just right, Jason, is what big. it is. It's just right. They are. And they better big. jump on it because August is not going to last forever. No, it's not. No, it is. Oh my God, it looks good, though. Yeah, it's very. Is it 20 bucks? $20? 20 bucks? No. Should be. The crumb cake of the month? It's 35 That's an expensive dance. But you get free shipping, and remember, you get... You <laughs> say that's an expensive dance? <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going with the 20 bucks, but no one got Well, think of it as like... All right, All right. All right. Enough. enough. This is ridiculous. From holiday gift boxes to their world-famous crumpkins... Would you stop the fucking music? <laughs> you gotta give me a second to get to it. They even have a crumb cake. When I'm waving my arms like this, enough. You stop the I fucking music. I couldn't see you. I had the I had the internet open. It was blocking you. <laughs> All right. They even have a crumb cake. Of, oh fuck! Crumb cake of the month subscription you get for three, six, or twelve months. Go to clarksnavcrumb.com. Use promo code HardnextLife for twenty three percent off your order. Blandy, hit us with some of that news. All right. Or so as. Or as um, DJ, I guess, would say, noise. Hit us with some <laughs> of that noise. Noise, yeah. That's <laughs> no? good. That's good. You should have said it's the noise with, with Blanderson Hooper. <laughs> By the way, I was in, before I start, I was in New York City on Friday night with a bunch of people who I had never really met before having dinner with my brother-in-law for his birthday. And we were talking about the Knicks and I was you know, talking about the, the podcast. And so they looked, a couple of them looked it up really quickly, actually, and they subscribed and they said, one of them said to me, oh, Blanderson Hooper, like Anderson Cooper. I like it. So right away, somebody was right on top of it. There is. So, uh, so let's start off with former Nick, J.R. Smith, who has decided he is going back to college and he intends to play on the golf team at North Carolina a and Apparently, the idea came to him. I, I think he said he was he'd been hanging out with Ray Allen. I guess Ray Allen's going back to school, maybe. And Ray Allen was talking to him about all the great things you could do going back to school and getting your degree. So J.R. Smith, uh, who said he started playing golf, I think it was like ten years ago, he claims to be a five handicap, uh, is going to play golf for North Carolina A and T as long as the NCAA allows it. Uh, apparently, the rules say an individual shall not be eligible for intercollegiate athletics in a sport if the individual ever competed on a professional team in that sport. And so clearly, this is golf, not basketball. So I don't really know what the issue could be. So, um, you know, good for hey, J.R. Smith. good for Smith. him. That's awesome. I would love to see J.R. Smith as like a professional golfer one day, but- now Listen, if he's a five handicap, then, you know, he's pretty darn good. Yeah, I'm looking at a lot of photos of him right now playing golf. You don't really see many golfers all like tatted up like that. But no, it's fucking cool you usually don't. North Carolina A and T, by the way, is as an HBCU, a historically black uh, university. So um, I think that's one of the reasons he wanted to, why he chose there in, per, in particular. Imagine he, imagine team? he like changes the whole golf game. Well, like you just start seeing like a slew of like tatted up guys. No, but like you don't see he's he's he doesn't fit the mold. I think mean, that's cool. You know, good for what him. else you got? Uh, the NBA is investigating potential tampering violations for uh, two deals that have been signed so far. The Bulls acquisition of Lonzo Ball and the Heat deal for Kyle Lowry. They haven't really given any specifics about what they could actually be investigating, but they are looking into uh, both of those things. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. Who turned down that eighty-four million dollar extension from the Lakers? I guess Oof. at the beginning of the season, uh, had to settle for a five point nine. 
Ouch. From, that hurts. Uh, the Celtics. So that is that's a really bad call on his part. Is that a bad call on the Knicks' part? Would you guys have rather had Dennis Schroeder over maybe Derek Rose or any of the other guys that we signed? No, no. I, I didn't want. I don't think so. Nope. No. No. Not even for five. It's a very very low price for. Would have been really great player. for Knicks Germany though. That would have been. That would have been good. Kawhi apparently resigned today with the Clippers officially. Also, uh, did you see Luca got that five-year, two hundred and seven million dollar max deal uh, or extension? I should say from the from the Mavs. George Carl doesn't like Carmelo Anthony. Um, did you see the most recent thing that happened here? I <laughs> it's not news, by the way, that George Carl. Well, I know. I, I, like I know. People I was, actually. That was sarcasm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Melo signed that one-year deal with the Lakers okay. and said, uh, this is the one thing I'm missing. This is the one thing that keeps me up at night. And uh, George Carl tweeted that out with a quote that says, and it kept our coaching staff up at night a decade ago when we were stressing the importance of team play Oof. and defense. Dude, let it go. Wow. Let it go. Un- uncalled for. It's like, come on. Again, 10 years ago. I- you're yeah, fucking seriously. quote tweeting so you can get that fucking dig in there against Carmelo? Let it go. <laughs> a fucking like fan favorite, Carmelo, who's won back the hearts of a lot of fucking NBA fans. Ouch. Uh, I think the biggest news this week, though, is that Jason Kidd is an asshole. <laughs> Although, just like George Carl not liking Carmelo Anthony, <laughs> that's really not news. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like there's some, at least one wife who would- Jumana, right? How's he an asshole now? Uh, there's a book coming out about Giannis. Giannis, the improbable rise of an NBA MVP. And plug there the are author. quite a few. St- what? You should plug oh, the Mirren author. Oh, Mirren Fader. And uh, there are quite a few stories here about Jason Kidd. Um, one regarding how, I guess there was a loss on, they had a loss on the, tw- the 23rd of December. And he made them come in for practice the next day, even though uh, people had plans, uh, told them they were having practice. People like we booked flights to different places. And he was like, I basically don't give a shit Uh, how he basically made Larry Sanders. uh, He bullied him so badly that Larry Sanders had to go to uh, therapy, called him a piece of shit and a terrible player, made the team run. Uh, like a college team did. Sanders asked to be excused to go to the bathroom. Oh, don't worry, kid said as Sanders walked away. We'll wait, then run some more. And then Sanders said, but mentally he kind of like brain fucked me a little. But this really, really makes Jason Kidd look like a douchebag, which again, I think most people already knew that Jason Kidd was a douchebag, but he he ran them really, really hard and was just an asshole. And now he's coaching the Mavs? Yeah. So I'm wow. sure this marks Have makes fun, Mark Cuban Chris happy. Stapps. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun, Chris Stapps. Can you imagine him pulling that with Luca? Uh, well, I, I don't know how Mark I, Cuban would feel about that. No, Luca. Uh, that would he not tells go Luca to run. Well. Luca's not running anywhere. But dude, Chris Stapps is going to last like ten minutes, then be well, asking to leave. Chris Stapps is probably going to last ten minutes on the Dallas to begin with. I don't think he's uh, finishing the season with them. That'd yeah, be fun to watch. apparently, like he started with Zaza Pachulia and it was like you know. Was this a winnable game? And then he was like, well, yeah, coach, but you know, we all want to see our kids and give out presents. And then went to the next. Pr- and yeah. So practice was like that. He'd make them run for three hours and then lift weights and go in the pool and do exercises. But again, I think we've all known since the 90s that Jason Kidd is an asshole. I think that's all I got. Yeah. That's all. There's a lot of stuff going on with PJ Washington and some woman that he knocked up, some Instagram model, but. Whatever. It is what it is. And that's the way. There you go. Bounce that fucking ball. (laughs) The basketball bounces. All right. That's going to do it for the show tonight, guys. Remember, if you want to reach out to us, it's hardnextlife at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, at hardnextlife, Barry, at Barry Dworkin, Blandy, at Blandy Hooper. And you can call us. That's right. You don't have to be just Ralph or DJ from Germany. (laughs) Anybody can call 516-33-MESH-1. You call once or dice. Dice. (laughs) Dice? I realized when when I was in the middle of that, that that really didn't work. It's twice. But but Barry, you made up for it there. (laughs) Remember, you... (laughs) 
Leave us some ratings and reviews. We're still trying to wipe away the horrible stench of Rex Maz. And listen, I'd prefer to get some people who are allowed within 200 yards of school. So, you know, leave some reviews. What do we have to look forward to? How many Summer League games are left, guys? Give me the Summer League schedule. Barry. Sure. Friday night. Going against the number one pick of the draft, Cade Cunningham and the Detroit Pistons. Wow. And then in a back-to-back Saturday night, also prime time, 8 o'clock, against the number three draft pick and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Nice. Wow, Blandy, you have to admit that Barry just fucking knocked that out You just had that. You didn't even look at it. Do you have that in front of you, or did you just know that? No. Dude, I did not know I was going to ask for this schedule. How the fuck did you know that? That was pretty good, Barry. Off the dome, bro. See, I didn't realize we were already starting to uh, position for that once the season starts. (laughs) Can I ask a quick trivia question before we go? Sure. Yes. Do any of you, do do either of you know what you call a large group of goys? No. No? (laughs) I don't. Have you ever eaten goys? Geese, no. goose, yeah, uh, n- no. Okay. Was that it? It was, it was, it was, it was goose. Yeah. Oh well, what do you call? I just wanted to call it goose. Like, it's a gaggle of geese, but I just wanted to say goose. Oh. I figured we went a through every other letter basically in the alphabet that we could. Noise. Cuse, like Syracuse. Cuse. Syracuse. He would call him Cuse. The Syracuse. The Syracuse. Orange men. Wow. This feels so wow. good. So good. <laughs> wow. Imagine that watching games at 4 a.m. <laughs> oh my god. It took that's, me it that's took dedication. Me, I, it took me four times to be able to get through the fourth quarter of the Lakers. He's, he's watching summer league asleep. games at 4 a.m. <laughs> that's insanity. Uh. I was thinking that same thing though when I was up at like midnight trying to get through Lakers next. Like, am I really watching this this late at night? Noise. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. Life. Life's. No. Ah, oh, so hot right now. I turn off the air conditioning to avoid any noise. 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 <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.